Time for this week's Letter to Hong Kong, which comes from legislator Sit-Ho from the Labour Party. The following programme is a personal view programme. Dear Steve, the central government has never denied to the public its support for the chief executive of Hong Kong SAR, no matter how hard his popularity rates falls. CH Tone start with a decent score of 60 in the public opinion poll. The score would not shame him in the presence of any direct elected leader. And the rate dropped to 40 after the abrupt attempt to legislate for Article 23. Donald Zhang start with a very solid 70. Any leader, handpicked or elected, could walk tall with this support rate. But before he stepped down at the end of his second term, his score dropped below 40. But still, the central government gave the two chief executives its support, at least in words. So it is no surprise that the central government still endorsed the administration of CY Leung. Despite his support rate start at a shaky 50 and steadily went downward to a 38 all-time low. Come March 2017, the Electoral College will select the next chief executive. It is no secret that business interests and ultimately Beijing's interests dominate this electoral body. Who will get the blessing of Beijing? How much would public sentiment in Hong Kong count? When the National People's Congress and Chinese People's Political Consultative Congress took place in March, media look around for hints. The high officials, as usual, are never tired of repeating more or less the same line that they will support the CY Leung administration to show no regret for the wrong choice they made for Hong Kong people. But Hong Kong NPC and CPPCC members were relatively open to talk about the need for the chief executive to communicate with people of different opinion, and he or she should have support from the public. These appointees usually would not go against the stance of Beijing. Their willingness to talk about the requirement of next chief executive was perceived as Beijing's discontent with CY Leung. Speculation spread. On one hand, most Hong Kong people wished to see Si Wailang stepping down from his office and certainly was happy with all this criticism from people close to Beijing. On the other hand, it is a sad story that Hong Kong people cannot make our own choice for the top office in the SAR, which was promised to Hong Kong people through the basic law. Public support for the government is indispensable for efficient governance. The best way to get undisputed mandate to claim legitimacy of leadership is democratic election. The elected could therefore fearlessly transform his election platform to policy after the public endorses him through equal and universal suffrage. So unfortunate for Hong Kong, the last constitutional reform failed because Beijing wanted to keep its power to handpick the next chief executive with a nomination committee that would screen out candidates not palatable to Beijing. And we have to repeat the same undemocratic process to pick another chief executive. And this process is a proven failure that cannot help to improve governance. The last chief executive, Donald Zhang, had tried to claim mandate with polling result to his favor when he first took office. But polling is not good enough to give him the same mandate from an election. Some polling agencies are affiliated with the government. Their questionnaires on specific issues are often criticized for leading respondents to a conclusion. 
Polling could only gauge spontaneous response when there is inadequate or no public debate. Result could fluctuate when more information is provided to the public. It is also arguable that CY Leung could have got the top office even if Hong Kong people were given the chance to vote in 2012, as he had a higher score of popularity than his competitors, while one of them suffered severely from the scandal of illegal structure in his residence. Polling result has no binding effect on the chief executive. However hard the popularity rate of the CE hits the bottom, the chief executive would not be replaced or restrained. As the Hong Kong chief executive cannot be a member of any political party that has to run for election for the district council or the legislative council, and at least to a certain extent, to be accountable to the public as a collective, nobody could pull any strain to stop the chief executive from taking the wrong path, except the Communist Party. In lack of power to harness a chief executive that runs wild, member of the pro-establishment political party could only choose to cut clean with the chief executive by resigning from appointed public office when he or she has to secure voters' support to run for the next legislative council election. Propaganda could help to fabricate popularity by keeping facts and truth from the public, with affiliates of the government singing diligently the same chorus repetitively to smooth out public discontent. For the same reason, freedom of expression and an independent press are the key concerns of Hong Kong people, that we would not be lured into complacency by propaganda. Instead of putting Hong Kong people first in policy making to secure public support, CY Leung seized every moment to smear the pan-democrat for our efforts to monitor his administration. All questions and debates to check and balance the administration in accordance to rules and procedures of the Legislative Council were indiscriminately labelled as filibuster. The chief executive encouraged the public to shout at the opposition and vote them out of the council. The Secretary of Economics and Commerce reiterated this line to take in his speech on a German debate for the Copyright Amendment Bill, asking Hong Kong people to identify each and every pan-democrat in a tone infused with hate and revenge. His theatrical delivery reminds me of Donald Trump's incitement of violence and bigotry. It could be a talking point for the press for the brief while, but these biting remarks could not shed off the administration's responsibility for poor governance. While Si Wai Leung should have spent his time and effort better on listening to Hong Kong people, instead of fanning up more distrust from Beijing, in the hope that he would remain the only choice for the central government. Leaders in Beijing have to honour the promise of one country, two systems, and give Hong Kong people a free hand to resolve our problems with a democratic electoral system and rule of law. Let's keep our faith. Sit, Hong Kong.